Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I mentioned the crowd a little bit earlier as well. 14,232. That's against the breakers. In, in a round 16 game at Kudos Bank Arena, I get a sense they're all there to see our next guest, Brad Rosen, who was inducted into the Sydney Kings Ring of Honour. He's on the line. G'day, Bradley. Good morning. How are we? Good. Oh. How are you? Oh, yeah, still uh, still on a bit of a high, got to be honest. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it, mate? I bumped into you out there, and, and you're a very humble sort of fella, but to be honoured as uh, one of these inductees, along with guys like... Tommy Gallup and Ben Knight. Um, how did you first learn about it, Brad? When did you get the call from uh, the Sydney Kings about this? Yeah, well, you know, there was a number of people that nominated and then people got to vote, which is always a nice thing. It's voted by the fans. And then Paul Smith called me um, last Wednesday and uh, he just said to me, you know, like, we, we love all our ex-players, but, you know, certain ex-players give back to the games and certain and, you know, couldn't be wrapped and, and a more worthy person. And to be honest, it brought me to tears. What Paul said was outstanding. He's a man that says it how it is. Let's be honest. We all know what Paul yeah. Smith's like. And for him to say that, it was it was pretty special. And yesterday, um, I had my family with me. And, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know me, Jimmy, not lost for words ever. That <laughs> one got me. It was was it special to have so many people out there too, like such a huge crowd. Yeah, it is. Um, some people say there was supposed to be twenty thousand, but they heard I won, and so they only got fourteen. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but um, so no, it was uh, it was unbelievable. I mean, this is like the fifth time in a row the Kings have got over eleven thousand, which is like records as it is, and then fourteen thousand is the biggest crowd for the year in the NBL. So, yeah. you know, they make the grand final. There's talk they may get the best ever, um, you know, crowd ever, which was LaMelo Ball a few years ago with 17,000. So it was huge just, you know, to be part of that and then to be able to get the honour at halftime was, was just another special part to add to it. All right. What have you made of the basketball of the Kings over the last, well, couple of games? Let's talk about the one-point victory over the Hawks. Then they go on the road to Perth. That's a tough one, and they lose that one. And then they come home. I know it's only two days later, but they never seem to get into that game, notwithstanding the fact that they got the lead back. or well, lead changed seven times in that final quarter. Yeah, how, look- how do you assess what they're doing on court? Yeah, Great question. I mean, firstly, you say, look, they've set themselves up perfectly. They've been the leaders all year. They've been outstanding. And Xavier Cooks has been an MVP. But it is a little bit worrying, let's be honest. You know, they, they scraped through an Illawarra Hawks team where, you know, one could say they were lucky to win that. They gave up to 111, 111 I'm sorry, points in Perth, which mm. is just way too many. And then they give up a lot of points yesterday as well, with a number of players being out for New Zealand now. You know, we can look at all excuses, whatever it is, but you just don't want that going into the run of the finals. You know, you look at last year, like at Tasmania, you know, they got all the way to the grand final because they were humming. But then the Kings were humming as well and they were just too good. Teams with momentum, doesn't matter what sport it is, we all know that. Teams with momentum get going and it will be a little bit worrying for the Kings. It's not panic stations, like they're going to make the playoffs and they're going to be there, but they're going to come up against some very, very good teams. And if they play like they are at the moment, 
yeah, they're not. They may not win in a five-game series. So that's what the key is at the moment. Is it is it the Taipans? Do you think do you think they're the biggest threat at the moment? Uh, absolutely. I mean, you you know, you ask me all week who's going to make it. I'm saying yeah, it's Sydney versus the the, the Cairns Taipans. But then you look at New Zealand yesterday; they were really impressive, really impressive, and the way they're coached as well. I love Modi; he's great. You look at the other teams that are going to coming through Southeast Melbourne. Uh, not sure Melbourne; they could do anything. Like they are just one of those teams that you just don't know. So, and then there's that little bogey team Tasmania that just keeps hanging around. Yeah. So, there's some amazing teams. But yes, you'd have to think Sydney Cairns going through, but anything could happen. You mentioned Xavier Cooks; not his best game yesterday. It must be said. Free throws uh, issues again. Twelve, from all reports, NBA scouts. In the house, they were probably looking at Ryan Rupert from the Breakers as well. Maybe Jalen Galloway as well. Put your scouting hat on, Brad. What's thoughts on on players in the NBL who you think can make it to the NBA? Yeah, well, Rayon's the one that they were out here. You know, we were there early yesterday and they were just sitting on the sideline watching him warm up. And it's just, it's a crazy thing to watch because you think to yourself, wow, that they're watching him that they're potentially looking at, you know, a 50 to 100 to $150 million player. Like you just sit there going, wow, this is what these guys do. So that's great. And that's who they were there to see. Now, everyone else in that game, yeah, they're, they're not just looking at one player. They're looking at everyone. Sure. Xavier Cooks, I'd say they're obviously watching him, but they know him. They know what Zave can do. And, I mean, he can make it on the back of what he's done. But, you know, anything helps when, when you're in, in front of everyone. My understanding is he did have a bit of a stomach bug yesterday. You saw him coming in and out of the game a lot. and He was struggling. And so that didn't help the equation. But, um, geez, it's this is what this league is at the moment. It's just so unbelievable. Like five teams sold out uh, home games. They're Adelaide, Melbourne, whoever they were, they were all selling out home games. The league's going from strength to strength, and we've got scouts flying down here looking at everyone, and it's it's been an amazing time, and uh, you know, good on the Sydney Kings and good on the NBL. Spurs, Knicks, Bulls, and Warriors were the teams represented. Ja, wow. apparently, uh, amongst others. Yeah. yeah. What kind of pressure is that for a young player mm. to have scouts that could potentially turn your life? around on the sideline and also as a coach would you want like do you want them there because it's obviously a huge compliment that someone's looking at your players but um I imagine the coaches are like don't throw them off (laughs) yeah such a good point and to be honest with you no disrespect to the kid he didn't have his best game yesterday he struggled out there a little bit and you just think to yourself what is he 18 19 what a pressure to put on that kid and if he goes in the first round I mean don't quote me exact dollars but First round, I don't know, 30 million guaranteed or something like that, or 15 million guaranteed with another 15 on top of that. So it's just like the pressure to put on this kid coming in. So, but that's what they look at. And to be honest, they look at what he's like off the court as well. Who, who they're going to draft. This guy's not going to be the number one and play 40 minutes a game. They're going to see, is this guy part of the team? Can he do what he's got to do? But as a coach, you'd be like, just can you just do it after the game? Mm. Like, I just want to get through this game. But uh, that's that's the, that's the life we lead at the moment. Uh, that's interesting that you say that too, because one of the things that Tommy Garlop mentioned yesterday was uh, first time out taken by the breakers, Modi Mayor, the coach, who's a former Israeli special forces man. So like when he's talking, you're listening, right? Absolutely balled yeah. out. Rayon Rupert, and I reckon it's about, hey, mate, reset yourself. Think, Forget thinking about the 12 people sitting in the crowd. Start thinking about the game. Did you get a sense of that, Brad? 
Hundred percent, and and as you know, I was commentating on the sideline, and just a side tip: Modi came up and congratulated me on my award. I didn't know whether to say thank you, sir, or what to do. I was so <laughs> anyway, that's the sir, thing. yes, sir, but, uh, but <laughs> yes, absolutely, and a salute. No problems, and I appreciate it, sir. But I did. I was right behind the breakers bench, and he ripped into him, and I love that. You know, like I was brought up in, you know, the old era where coaches ripped you, but they did it for love. You yep. knew that that's what they were doing. And that's what Modi would have done. He would have been like, what are you doing? Get into it. And he was ripping into him. And you know, like you said, no player is going to say, I don't agree with him. So it was a good time out. But it, but it was almost like, hey, I'm showing the scouts too that you can do a bit of tough love with this kid and get a response out of them. Yeah, right. Um, because yeah. They, they want to know It that. all adds in. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, that's what I was saying before. That's exactly what I was saying before. That's what they want to see. They want to see, yes. is, this good, is this kid good in an environment? Can he take a pounding? Is he going to be all right when, you know, he doesn't play a lot? That's what they want to know. They want to know more about what he's like off the court sometimes than on the court because they've seen enough on the court. So, yeah, it's a great point you make, and, and, and Modi did what he had to do. Jack Jumpers, Australia Day. Yeah, how do you see that one for the Kings? Down there in Launceston too. What a ripper. You know, yeah. like, and Launceston is going nuts at the moment. Tasmania are just loving these jack jumpers. They sell out everything. They had their um, uh, heritage round singlets apparently sell out within like 20 minutes. Wow. The, the team down there is just like, is unbelievable. So that pressure that it's going to be on the Sydney Kings, and don't forget, Sydney beat them last year in the grand final. Those Tasmanians will not forget about that as well. So there's some added spice. This is going to be huge for the Kings. And I don't mean in the context of, you know, where they are and what they're doing, just to try and get back to that game that, you know, had them feared by everyone. They'll be going into Tasmania and the Jack Jumpers will be like, yeah, we got this. We can get them. So big game, but also a very big game for the Jack Jumpers. Don't forget the top two teams are guaranteed a playoff spot where the bottom four have to do the play-in. So it's so close at the moment. The Jackies won every game. So this will be a big one. It's they also beat them earlier in the season in an absolute nail brighter. The Jack Jumpers uh, beat the Kings. Is that kind of growing into a bit of a rivalry? Oh yeah, always. Look, when you beat a team in a grand final, it does, and and there's that rivalry of the coaches and everything. So uh, I think it's great. That's what we need in our sport. And and the Jack Jumpers are one of those teams. They're they're never out of the context. They play amazing basketball. They're structured. They're not flary. They're not they're not fancy. They don't do anything that's like wow. Like you know, Sydney Kings are a very very fast paced team up and down the court, and they're amazing. But the Jack Jumpers, they're just one of those teams. That you're like, oh, how are they going? And then next thing you. You know, they've won by one. That's the type of team they are, and they will never give up. So that's what the Kings have to be wary of. Stu asks via the text line, how can Mike Rublevsky not be in the ring of honour? Can you ask Brad Rosen? He started the Kings. So it's for players, Oh, look, great it- point. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's a good point, but he's already had his um, banner hung. So ah. that, like... Um, at the Sydney Kings, there's a lot of guys that got their banner hung um, and that's like uh, hanging their singlet. And that was done by previous owners and there's a whole lot of people up there, like, you know, Steve Carfino and all these type of players. Once you've done that, then you're out of that. You you can't sort of get put in twice. So Mike's already been up there, as is a lot of other players. Matt Nielsen, good friend of mine. This is slightly a different thing that the Kings are doing where the Ring of Honour is not so much also on the court. It's about team environment. I mean, let's be honest, as much as I loved playing for the Kings, I was never that superstar. I was that guy coming off the bench. So they've sort of changed it now for 
for people that are, you know, team and, and king's men is this what they're calling it. So there is absolutely no doubt in my mind that Mike Robleski would be in their ring of honour, but he's already hung that. Uh, he's already had that honour previously. Uh, very good clarification, mate. Congratulations again on behalf of everyone. Thoroughly deserved. Uh, really appreciate the time this morning as well, Brad. Thank you so much. Remember, go those kings. Ah, there it is. Go those kings. Brad Rosen there, uh, former Sydney king, and, of course, inducted into the ring of honour yesterday. A break and then come back to say goodbye to J.A. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.